Welcome to the Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Welcome to this episode of the Determined Mom Show. Today, I have a professional organizer in business, in home, in pretty much every area of your life she can help you. And it is the lovely Dana L'Oreal Morales. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, I am so glad to have you. And this is a topic that at least right now, especially is very near and dear to my heart because we just moved in December and my entire life is just chaos still because <laughs> I work so much. And so like, I try to squeeze in like a putting this box away and putting that box away, and, but it's definitely not done. I understand that. And I haven't moved. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes me feel a little better then. One thing that I have a question about is in business, what is the thing that you feel like people struggle with the most? I know what I struggle with the most, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious as to if what I struggle with is the same as everybody else. Right. What I find people struggle with the most is first of all, just overall process of how do I do X, Y, Z. And, and for most of us, we've gone into business and we've had, you know, what was the right way to do something in our minds at the time. But as our business has continued to progress or as we've been been able to continue to grow, things have come into our business that maybe we never anticipated or that just, you know, happenstance, they started happening and we didn't plan for it. So we just kind of went with the flow and just kind of made it up as we went along. And so there are, there's a lack of true process development specifically with small business owners. And it doesn't matter if you're full-time or part-time in your business. I find that this happens with entrepreneurs and business owners across the board, even big business has this problem. And then for those of you who started your business and had process at the beginning of your business, your business has evolved, but your processes haven't. And so a lot of times you are conducting business with old processes and old ways of doing things. And so you are wasting time where it can be streamlined and you can actually be more efficient in your business. But because this is how you've been doing it and it's been working, you don't want to change it. So that's probably the number one thing I see. And the other is just time management. Just where do I find the time to do all the things, right? Yeah. Yes. Especially in the last year, Um, Mm -hmm. because we've gotten a few extra hats put onto our heads and um, yeah, it's definitely a challenge for sure. Yes. I know my biggest struggle in business is focus. I can do the process thing. So like I can literally detail everything and, you know, put it all into a sequence and just give it to someone else to do Mm -hmm. like a standard operating procedure. Mm -hmm. But as far as my daily process, it's It's like, how do I get started? You know, yeah. And where should I put my focus? Like, should mm -hmm. I do this or that or... Yeah. <laughs> Picking which is which is most important. And I, I I find that that I mean that happens with everybody, right? So you're not alone in 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 that world. One of the techniques that I like to teach is first of all, finding your peak time. When is the peak the time when you really peak in your workday? Um and 
everybody's is going to be different. Some have more than one. I am one that has like two different peak times. My peak times are like 10 to 12 and then two to four for my um, day-to-day job. Um, I am a side hustler. So I have a full-time job, um, you know, during the day. And then I work in my business in the evenings around family. So talk about busy, right? Yeah. Um, So when you think about your peak time of working, that is when you are at your optimal um, place, right? So that your, your, your brain is the sharpest, you're able to crank things out a little faster. So some people are just morning people and they tend to get their stuff done and are most efficient in the morning. So when you find that peak time, um, really focusing in on picking your top three things you have to address for the day. So let's, for, I'm just going to use myself as an example. Um, at the end of Monday, right, I'll look at my list and say, okay, what can I work on today that's going to get me closer to my goals, right? Mm-hmm. Because everything that I try to focus on is, is, in alignment with the goals that I have for my business. So you can have quarterly goals, you can have monthly goals, you can have weekly goals, whatever your goal structure is. Mm -hmm. Um, But looking at what are the things that you need to get done to get you closer to that goal so that you can prioritize your list of things. Because we all have a list of 20, 30, 40, 50 things (laughs) that we need to do in our business, right? But it's really looking at that list and saying, what is going to float to the top? What is the most important thing I need to be working on that's going to get me closer to that end game? And then picking those top three things and breaking them down. So you said you're good at, at creating the process for your business, but you need to do the same for your to-do. So mm-hmm. a lot of times we'll have a high, um, we'll have a to-do item, but it's actually bigger than than what it should be. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people don't realize that. So you may say, um, I I don't know, do you have like something that's popping in your head that you need to do for your business? Oh gosh, that's your list. (laughs) I'm showing her my to-do list, by the way. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like pick something, just tell me something. So one of my biggest goals right now is to transfer my, um, website to a new domain. Okay. So in taking that particular task, right, you're going to say, okay, I need to transfer my website to a new domain. What does that mean? Like, what does that entail? And breaking that down into workable um, buckets. So um, in project management, we call that the work breakdown structure. And so you're basically taking this humongous, well, I say humongous, but this this task and breaking it down into actual bite-sized pieces. And so once you do that, you can realize like, oh, this piece of it is only going to take me, you know, 10 minutes, or this piece of it is only going to take me, you know, 30 minutes. And so you can really start to see how much time it's truly going to take you. So a lot of times what we do, is we see this big item in, in our minds, we're making it bigger than it actually is. Um, so if you if you begin to break it down that way, you can time block, you can plug it in to your calendar and really um, identify when you can do it and when you need to be doing it and in what order um, mm-hmm. as far as what all it, it, it needs to take to do. That's awesome. There's so many little parts involved in that one thing. 
Mm-hmm. But it's just been overwhelming. Like I have the domain and mm-hmm. I installed WordPress. That's all I, that's all the further I've gotten. And I need to like install another plugin and then copy mm-hmm. the site and then yeah. uh, delete pages and then add pages. And then, yeah. you know, like there's just so much. And in my mind, I'm like, oh my God. I can't like it's going to be like, forever. Yeah. And so when you start breaking it down, because that's the website is a perfect example because I have mm-hmm. so many um, business owners who are freaking out about setting, you know, they don't have a website and they're they're freaking out about the idea of setting one up and having to pay somebody to do it and it is so and I say it's so easy I mean for those who have never done it there is a small learning curve but really the task that it takes to do it is so nominal and it drives me nuts when I see people paying thousands of dollars for a basic out-of-the-box website and so you know I'm like it's that's something that we break down very easily. And I, that is actually one of the um, trainings in organ, my uh, membership organized Academy, where it's like step one here, do this. And you go and do that thing. And then you come back and you're like, okay, step two, you know? And so then it takes it from being this monstrosity of a task into, oh, I could get this done in a week, or I can get this done in two hours if I just focus on the little thing. That just changed my whole day. <laughs> I'm so glad. Because um, I have like all these things that I want to get done because it's mm-hmm. Saturday when we're recording this. So I have all these things that I want to get done around the house. Like I need to finish painting the rainbow in my girl's room. I need to dust the windows in our bedroom. I need, mm-hmm. you know, just like all of these things that I like have on my list for home and for work. And for me, because I work from home and I own my own business, I don't have a boss that tells me what's more important. Right, right. And I have to be that decision maker. And I'm like, okay, is it more important for me to watch a movie with my kids? Or is it more important for me to, you know, get a new client? Like right. that struggle. And I have the same struggle, right? And so one of the things that I like to do specifically with that to-do list. So you've broken your list down and giving yourself some workable, you know, snippets. And you realize like, there's so many things that are like, they don't take a lot of your brain power or they're, I I like to call it filler work, where if I'm sitting in a doctor's office, I could do this little thing and it's going to be fine. Right. And so when you break your work, your work package down, then you can see like when my daughter wants to, she calls it QT time. Like, you know, I want to snuggle, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she, when she wants to snuggle, she wants to watch these little cartoons that I have no interest in. And she doesn't want me to talk. You know, it's not about like, there's quality time where we're actually engaged with one another. And there's quality yeah. time where I just want to be in your presence mm-hmm. and I want to be all up. I want to be your third arm, right? Yeah. And so, so those moments, that's when I literally will do some of those filler things that I don't have to necessarily be all engaged mentally. So I can kind of split my attention between, you know, snuggling with her and having this moment, but also getting something done at the same time. So that may be watching a training that may be um, doing Canva um, images for my business, like things that I can just kind of do on the side. Um, You know, some, and, and you have to have quality time, right? So uh, for yourself, so there may, you know, you aren't going to use filler time for all of those moments, but there are some times that you can say, oh, I need to get this done. I can fill this in right here mm-hmm. and it'll be fine. Yeah. I did ask them last week and they wanted to watch a movie and I'm like, I will sit with you. It was like some, you know, kids movie and some of them I like, like the mm-hmm. Pixar ones and like mm-hmm. all that, but 
this one wasn't one of those. And I was like, okay, I will sit here with you as long as I'm allowed to have my laptop. Okay. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's exciting. It's like, I call it the skin to skin moment. She just yeah. wants to lay on me and feel my heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's good because she'll see that I'm doing something. She said, mommy, what are you doing? And we'll talk about it. And she's like, oh, I want to help, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there's little tasks that I can get her involved in as well that just lets her know, you know, mommy's doing, and she understands because I work from home and I also have a side business, she understands that they're two different things. And that's just communicating with your with your kid yeah. and letting them know, you know, this is what mommy's doing. And like, she knows I'm doing this interview with you today. And she's like, oh, so after your interview, are you still gonna work? I'm like, nope, I'm chilling for the rest of the day. She's like, yeah. oh, okay. It is really cute when you see that they get it, but uh-huh. it's part of that communication process. My kids think I'm famous, which is hilarious. <laughs> because I'm always doing interviews, first of all. And then they decided that they wanted to look me up on FaceApp and see if I came up as a celebrity. And I did. And now every time they come into my office, they're like, what are you working on? Oh, I love it. And I'm like, no, literally I'm not famous. It's just because my website comes up on Google with that, you know, (laughs) and they're like, it's just hilarious. So I love it. Mom entrepreneur moment. You're like changing my, my perspective on a lot of things right now, which is awesome. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. It really That's is. what I do, Amanda. That's uh, what I do. <laughs> you are amazing. I love it. So another question that I have is I am in the process of scaling up my business. So um, my goal is to start hiring people that are going to do, um, you know, the behind the scenes work. I already have a couple people that I have on Mm -hmm. staff that do that, but I want to hire more people. So then that way I can just do speaking engagements and, and just spreading awareness Mm -hmm. and, you know, have all of the operations going smoothly, hopefully (laughs) without me being the one doing everything. Mm -hmm. So my question for you is what advice do you have for me? So the very first thing that I would recommend that you do is to make sure that every single one of your processes are documented. Um, Because a lot of times, specifically when you're going from a solopreneur to a business that has employees or has contractors, we don't realize how much of that information is in our head. And so we say, oh, you know, in our minds is, oh, it's easy. Like you just have to do this, this, and this. And when you're explaining that to somebody, you're missing like three steps because you forgot that, oh yeah, well, sometimes I do this. You miss the steps and you miss caveats, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if they're client facing where you have your list of clients you have had and there are specific nuances that maybe one client you do for this client and maybe that's just special for them because of a specific scenario. I have that in my business. You know, I have a client that she's older and she is, she really just likes talking and, and having the warm fuzzies when we meet. So I know that that, that experience is going to be completely different than an experience with another client. So that leads me to number two is making sure that specifically for your clients, if you don't have it already, you need to have a CRM system of some sort where you are not only tracking their name and, you know, their basic information, but details about that client. So that if you're not the person making that touch point, that somebody else coming in can have a little bit of knowledge and understanding about that person or that, that relationship, right? Because business 
well, I am of the mindset that I want my business to be um, a relationship type business. It's not just about, for me, it's not about the money is about making those connections and helping people reach their happiest place, right? Yeah. It is the happiest bucket. So yeah. um, making sure that you truly understand that individual, regardless if it's me touching them or somebody else. Process thing, I think is the biggest piece of writing down all your information. But after you've gone through that moment of making sure things are documented, and I guarantee as you begin doing that, you're going to see a couple of things. Number one, you're going to see some of your processes may be bloated, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what most of my clients find is like, they start writing it down. They're like, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize I was going through this number of steps. So be prepared to do some streamlining, do some um, evaluation of not only your, your process or your systems, but your tools that you're using as well, because there are tools, and I don't know what tools you're using, Amanda, but there are some tools that are more geared towards a solopreneur or for small business. And when you start adding people on, you either A, need to reevaluate the license structure of whatever you're using, or it just may not be appropriate anymore for the growth of your business. And so that requires you to level up or switch systems. It's not always required depending on what you've chosen, but just understanding what that increase in your business means from a system standpoint is going to be yeah. important too. And then a project management tool. And I, mm -hmm. and I mean a real one, not like, yeah, not <laughs> and I, know people, I know people are going to like throw daggers at me, but I'm a project manager by trade. Understand. I think Asana and Trello are great for a basic, pretty much solopreneur situation. Even if you have two or three people, I think it is helpful, mm -hmm. but it can get bloated really quickly. And I think it requires you to see things in a different light that you don't necessarily need to do. Mm -hmm. So a tool that I actually use in my business is Freed Camp. I am not, I use. that is what you use. Okay, oh, great. I, I was about to say, I'm it. not paid by them. They don't have an affiliate situation, right? This is just a great tool. I mean, That's I, exactly what I use. Cause it's like all yeah. of those things combined that you can have any view you want. You can yes. have calendars, you got count. Yeah, I love it. Because people work differently, right? And so I'm a very visual person. So I like to, at times, see things in the Kanban board, which is where you have the cards and all of that. Whereas the project manager side of me, when I'm going task by task by task by task, I like to have the task list where it's going down and you have the separate, the separate list in there. And then it just so has so much functionality from being able to, to see what your bugs are, your issues, um, the wiki, like it has it just goes be it's like yeah. i like to call it like project mm, i'm not even gonna say that i just like it a lot better <laughs> <laughs> i know what you were gonna say but yeah yeah it's and i i don't know it's like whenever i talk about it people are like she is she must be paid by them and i'm not yeah. um i was lucky enough to get in on a special that they had i guess it was last summer mm -hmm. where i was able to get the business level for the same price as the second level i don't i don't remember what that the name of that one is but for a while i was just on the free plan and it was perfectly fine i've not upgraded from the free plan because I think they still let, they let you add as many people in as you want. And oh yeah, yeah. They let you even... add the main difference that I've seen between the free 
and I think it's, I've, I'm on the third level. So I think it's called the business level. Mm-hmm. Um, the main difference I, I've seen is just like the ability to have start and end dates on your task. If that's not a critical mm-hmm. for you, then not a big deal. Um, being able to create your own template, which that has been a game changer for me. So for example, last week you were on my podcast, right? And so when people sign up for my podcast, and this is part of my workflow, there are certain things that I ask. There's certain things that I want to capture. So your bio, your picture, um, different information about your business, like your social media information, like all this info that's going to help me create your show notes, create the actual recording, ask questions during the call, um, get your social media stuff together. So I've actually created a template in my screen that allows me to capture that information because by default, that's not in that task form, right? Right. So you can create your own form questions that come up depending on what type of task you are putting in, right? So when I have podcasts, I have podcast type forms that has different fields. When I have, when I'm creating a blog post or it's, I call them like self-interviews where it's just me on the podcast, you know, I'm turning into a blog post. Then I have a different one because there's only certain things that I need. So it puts the subtask and then all of the extra filled questions that I can just have it in one place and not have to go from place to place to place. So, yeah. And, and the reason why I love using FreeCamp for specifically for my podcast is because after I have my season, right. So I've had season one, all the people from that, well, periodically throughout the year, I'll, I'll like do a push to push that back out into social media, right? Well, I can take that, whereas I originally started it in the podcast section, once that podcast has aired and I'm pretty much quote unquote done with that particular situation, I can set it on a recurring basis under what I call my content library. And so it pops up and says, Hey, you can post this again. You know, it's been three months or whatever the restriction that I've put on it. And then I can literally just take the information from that and plug it where it needs to be. So it's populating my content calendar, right? Because I refuse to pay for, I forgot the name of the application, but it, it builds a content library for you, but it's like a hundred dollars a month and yeah. I'm not paying that. Yeah. So I said, okay, how can I recreate what this tool over here is doing, but recreate it on the tool that I have. That's and so awesome. that's how I developed that system. And it's, it's been working, right? Yeah. So I have my backlog from, for all of my content and like your to-do list. Like yeah. every, I live in free camp basically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I need to live there. I'm like a pen and paper person when I have, when it comes to to-do lists. So mm-hmm. I tend to put it on here. One thing that I was using for a while that worked for me also was called quick list. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool um, to-do list app and you can literally like just check the little boxes off and it looks, and it tells you how much you've gotten done. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's a, a is it a visual thing? For oh you? yeah. It's very satisfying to be mm-hmm. like, I am 50% done. done. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I love that. So, yeah. but I think I'm going to have to start using Freed Camp a little bit more or a lot more. And yeah. also putting, I love that you were talking about putting the client details and notes into Auto or like your CRM system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I just find that, I mean, we use that in my full-time job as well. We have a CRM system for all of our clients and it just helps you really understand the big, the full picture of that particular individual and how you can 
reach out to them because there may be a situation where you are rolling something new out or maybe you're at a specific speaking event and you know that it is going to work for this particular person because you it triggers off of a need that they spoke about three years ago right yeah. or even six months ago and you're like oh yeah she had this particular need and so when you reach out to that person you can quote that need you can say you know back on this day you know when we were talking you mentioned blah 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 so I have something coming that I think will be helpful for you. How yeah. would that feel receiving a communication like that? You're like, wait a second. Yeah. You know, she really knows me, you know, so. I do that out of my head right now. And that's not good. <laughs> We're moms. Come on, you know. <laughs> I know. I literally am like, oh, this person might want to look at this or they yeah. want to try this or, you know, like all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot to keep in your mind, especially as your business continues to grow. And when you, if you have multiple people in your business, everybody's going to have their little bits of information. You need a central place where all that's going to go. You've helped me so much. This is like a one-on-one <laughs> -on -one coaching session for free. Exactly, so exactly. thank you so much. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else. <laughs> Get it in while you can. I, mean. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and just to kind of bring it full circle, I think for you, Amanda, and just in hearing some of the things that you said, I would recommend, uh, and it's so funny because I actually am just this tomorrow, actually, I, I'm starting a three-day series for, mm -hmm. is a declutter series, an electronic declutter series, um, where basically what I'm hearing, we're, we're dealing with in, in the session, but you need to um, simplify your system so that you are not replicating the same types of things in multiple places. So using your notes and your task list as the example, it sounds like you have multiple places where you, you are keeping task lists and you're keeping your notes. And so that's you're you're splitting where all your information is stored. And so when you're bringing new people on, that's going to be really difficult to track where something is or where do I find this versus where do I find this? So really niching down into one core system where you, that you use, or I like to call it the source of truth yeah. so that I know that anything note, any note that I take that is home related, I store that in Evernote. That's my place for what I call my home management binder. Anything that's note or task um, related for my business goes in Freedcamp. So you have specific systems that you're using, even if it has a note app or a note, some kind of note ability, right? Because our phones have notes, yeah. our email system typically has notes, your computer has notes, you know, so there's so many places where you can do the same type of stuff. But if you have the one place where you say, this is my source of truth, and then like based on your scenario. So using notes as, as the example, Freedcamp is my business note place of choice, right? But if I'm on the go, I have my phone. Mm -hmm. So there are times and I may not have internet access, right? So, mm -hmm. cause free camp has the app where you can literally put things in, but 
what if I don't have internet access? What is my process for getting it where it, to home base, right? Yeah. So on my phone, in my notes app, I have, you know, I do use that notes app, but I have a folder system set up there so that once I get somewhere where I have internet access, there is a process I go through to get it to home base where it mm-hmm. needs to be. Yeah. So just having like that core system and then creating like, okay, but the what if scenarios of, okay, yeah. so what if I'm somewhere, I, I have internet access, but I don't have my computer. What do I do? Yeah. I'm going to make sure the Freed Camp app is on my phone so that I'm using that instead of putting it on my notes in my phone, right? Yeah. And so just like for me, because I just gave you my scenario, I use Freed Camp, I use Evernote. I have both of those apps on my phone. And actually Evernote has an app where it literally is just the note screen. So mm-hmm. I just click That's that, nice. put it in and it goes where it needs to go. So learning your tools and being able to adapt them to your particular scenarios is going to be key for you. Yeah. I think I think I have a little bit of a, a tool addiction problem. <laughs> so there's this thing called AppSumo. Mm-hmm. I literally try out every tool that I like. Yeah. Like, That's I'm that. like, let me try that. Let me try that. Let me try that. But I found so many, like I use AirMeet for, you know, my networking meetings now and I love it. And I use, oh my gosh, I use a social bee for my, like, I, I found a lot of things that I yeah. just in love with that I couldn't live without, but at the it's same time, mm-hmm. I know, I think I'm going to have to unsubscribe from their emails or something. I and know. you know, and I, and that's a, it's a common issue though, Amanda, and I call it the squirrel mentality because especially if you're in a bunch of Facebook groups and everybody's like, oh, well, what do you, I'm looking for this. What do you use for this? And then everybody throws in their, you know, their information into the hat and you're like, oh, let me go check that out. You know? Mm-hmm. And the truth is, is that that can get really overwhelming really quickly and it causes hybrid systems. So you're trying out an app and let's say that you're kind of interested in it and you start kind of fiddling around with that. Well, now you've got data in multiple places. And so you've started here testing this out, but what happened to the stuff that you had over here? Did you ever bring it over into this new world? And how often are you doing that? So you're creating work for yourself unnecessarily. Mm. So what I like to do whenever I have like applications that are kind of those exciting like oh this is new you know let me check let Mm -hmm. me see I try to have a requirements document for every tool that I use and I say okay what do I have to have in this type of tool like so project management was a perfect example because I wasn't 100% happy with Asana at the time but it was working for my needs but you know you know how it is it's okay. working, but you really are having just to do something too many, missing, right? yeah. yeah, jumping the, the hoops and all that. So I was like, okay, so under my perfect project management tool, what would it have? And so I had my full list of requirements that I kind of came up with. And so whenever I found or heard about, you know, a Monday, I get monday.com and mm-hmm. all these other tools, that's what my comparison I had something so I could make it apples to apples. And so once I started doing, you know, when I started doing that with all of these, you know, squirrel tools, like I like to call them, I would see that, oh, it actually isn't that good. It's not any better than Asana or yet has this, but it is missing these key features. So, you know what, I'm going to pass and just stick with what I've got. So that's going to help if, if you're a, an addict. Literally, it's if I showed you my 
AppSumo bookmark list. You'd be like, do you even work or do you just buy apps on AppSumo? Like, seriously. There's your time right there. There's where your time it is. is. Yeah. So embarrassing. Be but you're not alone. You are not alone. There are a lot of people listening that also are in the same situation and have similar mm -hmm. questions. And I, you've just provided literally so much value to the audience. So I love it. Yeah. And so where is the best place for people to find you? And also I want to learn a little bit more about your membership. So let's do membership. And then where's the best place for people to find you online? Okay. So just to kind of, cause to make this make sense, I basically, my business is split into kind of three It's really two, but I like to say three different buckets. So I focus on business and personal because I'm, I'm a holistic process strategist. So I, I work with the whole person. Um, so some people come to me for just business stuff. Some people come to me for just life stuff and then others come to me for all of it right mm -hmm. and so what i found is that it was difficult for because i work a lot with side hustling entrepreneurs i work with full-time as well but it uh, tend to side hustlers tend to gravitate towards me but they they're busy and a lot of them are bootstrapping their business so they don't have a lot of finances to throw 400 500 at courses and so i made the decision to start my membership to assist you know to meet people where they are and to also address the on-demand need of, I need this information because I do the work breakdown structure type of processing that it helps them in doing, working in that, in that way. So the trainings, everything in Organized Academy basically is my brain in, uh, <laughs> on the computer, right? And it's like $4,000 a month. Cause that seems negative. like how much it would be worth. <laughs> negative. <laughs> no, so, I'm just kidding. The monthly fee is $25 a month. I, oh I wanted to keep it low. Um, awesome. The first month is $10. So it's like as a gift, the mm -hmm. first month is $10 because I believe in, you know, if this is not a good fit for you, I don't want you to be stuck with a large amount of money. So the first month is $10. Every month after that is $25 until you cancel. And it literally, you could sign up today, cancel, you know, at the end of the month, if you're like, okay, I got what I need for now and I need to go do something else. And then the next month you say, oh, I need some help here. And you can sign back up for $25. Mm -hmm. That is oh, not okay. normally, you know, people normally don't mm -hmm. say that, yeah. but I know the reality of the situation. You may yeah. not have this extra money to you know, pay $25 a month for the rest of the year. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but you, of course, a lot of our members, they get in and they're like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am literally, I can't wait until this is over because I am going to sign up right now. I know that sounds silly. Um, no, to me, it doesn't. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, my struggles. So you're right. like, Oh yeah, this will help right. you. <laughs> right. Well, and the, then the other thing is that because I am big on community, there is content there, but as I get new questions, right? So let's say, Amanda, you went and signed up today and you were about to embark on a specific thing and you're like, okay, I don't see this out here, but I need some help here. Basically, you just send me a message and say, here, here's what I'm struggling with. We literally could you know, set up a call and do this. As a member, I am now, you basically have me one-on-one. -on -one. We do it more in group type coaching, or it's like I record it and put it out in the group, but it's like you have me for $25 yeah. a month. That's, you know, awesome. so I'm like, okay, 
yeah. it's a win-win in my opinion, right? Yeah. Of course, I think it's great. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just one of those things you really don't know what you don't know until you start embarking on things. And then it's like, oh gosh, like having somebody to bounce those types of things off of and give you a new perspective is so valuable. Yeah. And so that's that's what the membership is. Um, and then of course I have one-on-one coaching as well. So if, you, if a person is like, no, I want somebody to just sit with me and really hand hold me through it. Um, I do have that available. It has a much higher price tag, but people choose which one ever, you know, whichever one makes sense for them in their particular situation. Yeah. Um, so that's the membership. That's how you can work with me. The best way to reach me is to go to dealmorales.com. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm changing my website over and, and it's supposed to launch within the next couple of days of the new site. But either way, just go to dealmorales.com. You'll be able to see any resources, any events, anything that's going on, the podcast, and then as well as social media, I'm on Instagram and I'm also on Facebook as well awesome. and LinkedIn. This is probably the, my favorite episode that I've recorded uh, in a while just because it's so much fun <laughs> and like everything that you're giving out, I'm like sucking it in and like going to change how I do everything. So it's so valuable. I I'm so it. glad. I am yeah. so glad. And I mentioned the um, three-day series, right? And so right now, I'm, I'm not sure, Amanda, when this is going to air, but if someone happens to be listening to this and they miss the live delivery of that, mm -hmm. it actually, I have it for free right now where you can kind of get a taste of how I train and the information that I provide in, I like to call them mindset briefings. Yeah. So you'll be able to get a taste of how that all transpires, but at some point it's going to be sucked into the vault, right? And you'll have yeah. to be a member to get to it. But for right now, it is free. You just go to organizedacademy.com and you'll be able to, I'm assuming if they come after the three days, it will be there and available free for a yeah. little while. So Awesome. That's a huge deal too. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here. We sure. completely appreciate it. And I'm sure that all of the listeners are appreciating it as well. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. I love it. This episode of the Determined Mom Show is brought to you by the Google My Business Optimization Workbook. In this workbook, you will learn how to optimize your own Google My Business listing to increase your calls, website visits, and your revenue. TDM Marketing has perfected the art of ranking small businesses on Google using only Google My Business listings over the past four years. We've helped hundreds of businesses get into the top three and the local pack. This workbook contains every step of our optimization process. We take a holistic approach and evaluate your ideal clients and service areas. This workbook will walk you step-by-step -step through our exact optimization formula. This formula has helped hundreds of business owners to increase their revenue, brand awareness, and local and national service areas. Your ability to rank on Google is based on so many SEO factors on your website. With Google My Business optimization and management, you can take a much quicker route to get in front of your ideal, ready-to-buy customers without paying thousands for search engine optimization. You can grab your Google My Business optimization workbook at tdm-marketing.com.